Jenny Donheiser. And I am Nicole Spezio. And this, this is, is How Are You Brainwashed? Brainwashed. Hi, Nicole. This is an emergency, babe. What's going on? Yeah. Because we had a whole thing. We already recorded it. It was about Jenny and what she thought about Avatar, but nobody cares about that. <laughs> what we care about is the breaking Vanderpump rules news. Yeah, I saw it. I saw it coined today as the scandal. Yes, I did see that. <laughs> um, so if you don't watch or care about Vanderpump rules, you're probably going to want to skip ahead a few, but maybe stick with us because I think it's fascinating what's going on. Yeah. To give a quick yeah. intro to what is happening, essentially, there was two cast members dating long term, nine years, lived together, mm. bought a house together, mm. all of that. And the male of the relationship, Tom Sandoval, was revealed to be having an affair with another cast member for about six to seven months, we're, we're being told now. A seven month long of secret affair. Secret affair with another person in the cast. It's It's... This show is known for its cheating scandals, but yes. this is the biggest 10 years in season 10. We're getting the biggest cheating scandal yet. This is season two level messy. Yeah. This is Jack's bleeping Kristen <laughs> <laughs> while Sandoval was asleep. Wow. And now Sandoval did it yeah. to Ariana. Okay. You said that you have a take, which I'd love to hear. I yeah, well, first of all, I just want to say I never have liked Sandoval. And I'm not just saying that because of what's happening. Sure. I think he's always been entitled, self-righteous, mm. thinks he's above everybody in the group, even mm -hmm. though he's trash. He has cheated on everybody. Yes. Let's not forget he has cheated on Ariana before. I believe Miami Girl. Absolutely, Miami Girl. <laughs> We'd love to get you on the pod for your statement. Please reach out. I believe Miami Girl. I believe anyone that DM'd. Kristen or Ariana yeah. about meeting Tom out in the wild and cheating with him. So I think he's always been a cheater. Now, I have always liked Ariana. The only moments I haven't liked Ariana were when she was standing up for Sandoval, like mm -hmm. going really hard on defending him. And I was like, why? He's in the wrong. You can acknowledge that your partner's in the wrong. Yeah. But I, I yeah, I really like Ariana. I can't. Okay. We have to talk about some of the highlights. Number one, that they were wearing matching lightning bolt necklaces to show each other that they loved each other. I just sort of, sort of learned about that. Can you fill me in more? Well, that That's they it. started the affair and then they both started wearing lightning bolt necklaces, which are hideous, by the way. But that was their secret way to communicate that they were in love. If someone cheated on me and got a matching piece of jewelry, I would. <laughs> this whole thing is making me insane i just think he's i think he's a narcissist i think he's probably a sex addict and i think that he gets off on being wanted and being desired and he is if you come out and say hey santa wanna fuck you he's probably gonna fuck you that's my that's my theory i don't know about the sex addict thing i think like let's see but it's also very possible that he's just a piece of shit like yeah, yeah you know yeah, yeah 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 he i okay so my hot take was essentially thinking back to the Jersey Shore episode and how we mm. were talking about these women on shows on reality shows specifically just like wanting the validation and admiration of men who are not worthy of them and that has how I have 
often felt about Ariana being with Tom Sandoval is like she could do so much better. I don't think he treats her well the way he like didn't understand when she was grieving the anniversary of her father's death around her birthday that she didn't want him to go like drive monster trucks or something. You know what I mean? Like I I just (laughs) think that and I do think he was cheating on her in the beginning and probably throughout and I just feel like she could do so much better and I feel like she's always been really honest on the show and communicative Mm -hmm. and like a good partner to him. And he is clearly just, uh, yeah. They said that Tom and Raquel fucked in their house (sighs) while Ariana, I guess was maybe at her grandfather's funeral. Yeah. Or something horrible. Now what the hell do you think is going through Raquel's mind these days? Like, I'm just, is anything ever gone through that (laughs) mind? I mean, with all due, like, did you? I well, I watched a watch what happens live with her and Sheena. Yeah, recently after this came out, and just was like, wow, she gave Andy the Tom Tom sweatshirt. The lying is serial killer level. The lying yeah. that they both are doing yeah. is serial killer level lying. Also, he gave that interview to like us or people right before his concert where it got found out, and he's talking about how someone's like you're the longest relationship on the show what's your success and he's like we just really respect each other yeah <laughs> and i would like to say you know i do hope we get Kristen in some scenes i, know. I, I understand you know maybe not back as full cast member but maybe as friend of status i'd love to see what what Kristen has to say yeah i'm sure i i i also saw that britney was getting her makeup professionally done yesterday and people were like are we gonna see britney Oh, I don't know. Are we going to see Jax? I don't I I, I don't need to necessarily. I I think I am good on Stassi. I think I don't need that. But Stassi's she's pregnant again. She's over it. But I would if I can get one, I'd love to hear a little bit from Kristen, I think. Yeah. Well, Kristen and Ariana were genuine friends. I don't think Stassi and Ariana ever really got there. I Mm -hmm. think Stassi really was always trying to get Ariana to be her friend. And Ariana was just like, I don't like you. (laughs) Also, shout out to this last episode where Katie brought Christina Kelly back and was like, we recently reconnected at a friend's wedding in Italy. They didn't even let them say Stassi's name. I kind of like that. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, Stassi. But listen, okay, affairs, uh, there's, there is just such a difference between having a random like, oh no, I got whatever, a a one night thing, to have a seven month affair, like I, I, I really can't wrap my head around. It's really fucked up. And also the fact that they were filming during yeah. while they were having this affair and just like decided to throw all these red herrings with like the Tom Schwartz and the Garcelle yeah. son and like Peter and all these. Clearly she was, I mean, I knew the Peter storyline was fake. I think we all sensed that it was well, fake, but I, it's like clearly calculated on her part to be creating other storylines that are not about this affair that's going on. But also do you think she leaked it or like wanted it to come out? Like you don't send the guy that you're fucking if you're if you're sleeping with your friend's boyfriend mm-hmm. secretly, you don't send pictures of yourself and videos of yourself to his phone doing yeah, do. like you, yeah, you that's do. that's you do that if you want to get caught. I think you do that uh, uh, no after I mean okay so I, how do we know that that's what was found on the who's leaking that information I don't know but it was leaked baby <laughs> but if you're cheating for seven months maybe you're getting a little sloppy at this point mm. also isn't the danger of it what is so hot so like sending the video yeah. is like I don't she think could it, see it I, I don't think it's like I want to get caught I think it's like ooh, isn't it hot if I get caught I hope I don't <sighs> but 
but don't they know they would both get canceled if they got caught? And do you think they're going to date now? They say that they're in love. Wow. So now we have to watch a reunion special. I I cannot wait. Cameras are fired back up. It's all going to get crammed into the end of the season. I cannot wait. I'm kind of sad we have to watch a whole season of like her flaunting lies. And I guess everybody. No, it's going to be incredible. Because we're going to be just like It's going to be in the mind of a murderer. It's going to be like a a human psychology lesson to see them (laughs) fucking lying to our faces. It's incredible. Yeah. I've literally, I've, I've, I dreamt about Ariana both nights. This is what Andy Cohen says. This is consuming my thoughts. I I was supposed to do work for the pod. I was behind because I fully forgot just because I was scrolling, 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 needing, just seeing the same articles over and over by every Bravo influencer. Yeah. This is, this is shocking. Shocking. This is bigger than Jen Shaw. This is wow. bigger than Erica. I don't know. Tom Girardi. Like this is, this is. Have we ever had cast secret affair? member secret affair before? Aside from on this particular Kristen show. Kristen and Jax. But that was also just, you know, fucking once. But it, which did rock the world. Yeah. But they, it was like, they, that was early on. They were in their 20s. Right. Or maybe Jax was 30. I don't know. But Jax is perpetually a young. Sandoval's 39. Raquel's 28. Danny Pellegrino suggested that Sandoval's age was a lie on the news outlets. <laughs> Wait, what? He was like, he says he's 39, but I'm pretty sure he's not. <laughs> yeah, so Danny Pellegrino so co-wrote funny. their book Their with cocktail them. book, which I have. Oh my God, you Which have. I've seen people on the internet just blacking out Sandoval's face in all the pages. <laughs> He literally last week on his pod was like, Tom Sandoval's amazing. He's great. We love Tom Sandoval. He's a friend of the pod. And then <laughs> this episode he just dropped, he was like, I can't believe <laughs> I was just <gasps> raving about oh. this man. He was like, I feel bamboozled. He feels really bad. Because um, obviously he stands Ariana. And he was like, she was the best part of working on that book. Uh, obviously, she yeah. takes sketch comedy very seriously. <laughs> Let us not forget. He forgot about that. She tells it like it is. She's always been a honest, like, yeah, she's also smart. She's honest. She, and one thing he did point out is that any newcomer to the group, she has welcomed, including Raquel. She yeah. really, when everybody was anti James Kennedy, anti Raquel, she still stood by them and stayed friends with them. And that's even darker. I, I, I really like her. Yeah. She's a cool girl, but I think she'd be nice to us. Um, well, what else is going on besides the scandal? in my life i mean not <laughs> not a ton most of the stuff going on with me is raquel and sandoval fucking secretly okay good any additional thoughts okay final thoughts yeah Jax schwartz and sandoval kill them wait okay Kill them all. Okay. Kill them all, of course. <laughs> oh, what did the um, jinx is back? What did uh, Wendy Williams say about like the Britney Spears family? Death <laughs> to all of them. Death <laughs> to all of them. Uh, final thoughts: Jax Sandoval Schwartz. I never need to see again. I want to see Sandoval ripped the fuck apart on this reunion. And you know, I think. Uh, problematic figure but lala is gonna really do a lot of that work and i am thankful to her for it so i am i i can't wait to see 
them a Katie too. I cannot wait to see them eat his heart in the marketplace, baby. <laughs> um, Raquel, I don't know what is going on with you. I don't know what you care about, what you dream about, what you think about. This is so gross. Figure stuff out, babe. But you are 28. You're not 39 or 49 or however old Sandoval is. But, you know, I, not good. Not good. Ariana, we support. We stand. We love. We will fly to L.A. to eat at something about her when it opens. I am. I love sandwiches. I want to say this publicly on the pod. I love when they're hot. I love when they're cold. I love to get two different types of sandwiches and share them <laughs> with a friend. We will go to something about her. And you know where we will not go? Schwartz, Schwartz and, Sandys and Sandys. Or Tom Tom. Hell no. Death to all of them. <laughs> I think that's a perfect place okay, to let's end. Let's bring in our guest. <laughs> okay. All right, Nicole. Well, I'm really, I'm very excited to bring in our guest. Oh, yeah. She's like actually one of the most beautiful and cool people I've ever met in my life, which is like, Hard to be both things at once, I think, at the level that she is. Very, very awesome. She's a chef. Ooh. She's a TV host. Ooh. She's, get this, a recipe developer. Oh, we're going to get into that. <laughs> for sure. I'd love to know what that means. <laughs> she has done over 100 live cooking classes for the Food Network. Oh, my gosh. She has her own TV show, Breakfast with Besser, which you can watch on the Food Network Kitchen app. Which, if you haven't watched, my husband also directs episodes of. You can see her on the goddamn Today Show. She showcases tips, tricks, and recipes when she's on. How cool. She used to be a chef at Lilia. Wow. Name recognition. Name recognition. One of the top restaurants in goddamn New York City. (laughs) And what else? She contributes to Bon App and Food 52. Oh my god, all your faves. She's just the coolest. Let's bring her in. Please welcome Elena Besser. Hey, what's happening, my ladies? Yes, yes. welcome. Uh, thank you for having me. It's an honor to be here, and you made my week with your intro. I, I feel so <laughs> special. <laughs> you are beautiful and cool. I can confirm as well. Right? Yeah. And like nice and down to earth. I try. That's part of cool, I think. I was. If you're not those things, I wouldn't say someone's cool. Yeah. If you're not nice, you're immediately not cool. Yeah, not cool. Yeah. Well, I've admired you from afar for many years. Sounds mutual, my darling. And I just can't believe you're a chef. You are the only chef I know. Really? (laughs) Yeah. I mean, you went to acting school. Do you you know? I went to acting school. Oh, I was just going to say. We've, something went wrong for us. (laughs) I think that's what I'm hearing. (laughs) Okay. So you are a chef that ultimately went to acting school. I did. I started out in theater um, (gasps) in Chicago. Yeah. I um, went to Northwestern undergrad and was a theater major film minor. And then I found food and realized, you know what, I could hopefully create a career that ultimately why I loved acting originally was because I wanted to make people feel something. And with food, you make people feel joy. And that's the ultimate goal. So that's why I got into cooking and entertaining and making food for people. And it led me to culinary school and led me to the restaurant world and took all those things and put them into what I do now. Oh my gosh, that is so fascinating. So it's fun. It's cool. I love it. It's like I thought, oh, I'll 
do this instead and I can call my own shots and I don't have to wait around for someone to pick me. And the truth is, it's just as hard. <laughs> Ooh, oh, surprise. Yeah. yeah. I mean, the chef world to me feels, from what I know from media, seems hard. By what media, I know from watching the menu. Basically from watching the menu and the bear, how accurate mm-hmm. are those programs? <laughs> well, luckily, the menu, I mean, I would say not accurate in relation to the murder, mm-hmm. but... um intensity yes i loved i thought the menu was hilarious like i loved the that it was poking fun it shows like chef's table and the intensity of the restaurant industry the bear i would say is very accurate like that one shot episode was reminiscent of many feelings that i've experienced working in the industry um it's hardcore you you gotta have some cojones to be able to really handle it and it's part of the reason why i don't cook in the restaurant kitchen anymore yeah (laughs) yeah really that congrats to you for getting out i feel like it is such a hard job i have no idea but it seems like no it was really hard i think like hours wise it was very intense Um, but honestly i learned more doing that job than i've like ever learned in my life and I think that's part of the reason why it's so addicting is because you are surrounded by individuals that are you know competing whether I mean you could say it's competition or not I feel like everything's kind of competitive whether you (laughs) like it or not Um, but they're just operating at a level that is so elevated that you are just learning a ton and you want to absorb it like a sponge and I learned so much through my time working in the industry and will always be grateful for that experience which is harder acting school or chef school (laughs) (laughs) or culinary school or being chef or being chef thank you culinary school is it harder to be actor or to be chef it's I feel like it's hard in different ways. Like being a chef is way more, I mean, I'd say it's more physically demanding. There's a lot of elements that you're interacting with at all times. Knives, fire, (laughs) just like that intensity, a lot of yelling. But in acting, there's also yelling. There's also some physical intensity. Depending on the play, there could be fire. Exactly. Yeah. Are we doing the Grotowski method? That's a lot of physical activity. You just, you never know, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, and both are very emotionally draining. So I'd say, yeah, yeah they're both really fucking hard. <laughs> I can swear on this, right? Oh, yeah. You can great. never no, you watch. <laughs> now, what's it like to have to cook on TV? That's a whole nother animal. I mean, I am very lucky that from the time I was really young, I had an agent in Chicago and I was able to book some entertainment news reporting gigs where I did red carpet interviews and learned Mm. how to read a teleprompter and learned how to get rid of my Chicago accent (laughs) and conduct myself on camera. So through that and my acting training, it and then the cooking training, it's become second nature to me, but it definitely takes some time. I think that depending on the circumstance, you know, you have to fill the air while you're chopping the onion and figure out how you're going to make it still exciting to people. But luckily, through some other television magic, like what Today's Show does and the incredible culinary team there, a shout out Katie Stilo, who preps everything in advance and just like sets it up perfectly, it makes the job a lot easier. Yeah, the tricks and trades of live TV cooking, right? 
Now, are you like cooking it and it is, do you have like a finished project waiting off stage? Yes. You have like so, something every like. Yeah. Level. So let's say it's a, the other week I did a reverse seared ribeye with cache pepe smashed potatoes and I'm hard. Wow. So the concept was five ingredients or less and the culinary team in advance of the demo cooked like seven ribeyes had them ready to go had potatoes ready to go at each stage of the recipe same with the steak at each stage of the recipe so there were plates that were finished for the anchors to eat and enjoy while i was explaining the demo and then i could do each important step which ultimately led to the final product so it's pretty wild it's a science for sure i think that like once you have the method down it's pretty easy to repeat um, but it doesn't mean it's not a lot of work yeah. for the team to put together. Well, it looks easy breezy. It looks gorgeous when you're doing it. It's so natural. And, yeah. And obviously, I want to eat everything. Yeah. <laughs> do you host a lot of dinner parties? <laughs> I actually do. I'm trying to host more. I haven't. So my husband and I just moved into a new apartment and we didn't have dining chairs so we couldn't host people we were like we had some people over we were like we're sitting on the floor today but now that I feel like everyone wedding season is over mm-hmm. all of that stuff is done and dusted we're all old and married now and we have this gorgeous like two income household mm-hmm. no children one to two years ahead of us and really want to lean into the dinner party and hosting component. So you two come over, bring your partners. We'll, we'll wine and dine. Oh my God. That's a dream. We are going to hold you to that. (laughs) (laughs) There will absolutely be a follow-up about it. Um, Nicole, I don't know if you know this, but Elena's husband has a, weed drink company called our tit that no, i'm addicted that sponsor new their year's name is Epson. yes we <laughs> had a new year's eve yes. we did yes yes yeah so good i love it so much i was telling Lena that i saw avatar last night oh god with our tit yes and um i liked it more than graham i had a blast <laughs> did graham also have our tat? yeah oh I'm, yeah okay so i don't know i just got into the I got into the creatures. <laughs> you liked the way of water. The way of water is fabulous. It's it's quite the way. Okay, I talked about Sorry. recipe developing. Yeah. Feel, okay, so obviously I know what those two words mean, but what does that actually mean? So essentially, recipe development is when you are tasked with coming up with a recipe on your own based off of a certain theme or category. So usually when I work with clients, they'll say, okay, we're working on fall recipes, for example. And the, um, and usually what I will do is I will then pitch them concepts that include fall ingredients. They may be like, we want it to be a one pot dinner, a sheet tray dinner, 10 ingredients or less. Um, easy lunch, like they'll give you some type of specific category and then you come up with the concept around it. Uh, they will select it and then you will write the recipe and test it to make sure that it works and is super easy for a home cook to follow. So it, I 
had no freaking clue how to do it at all and thought I did and I didn't and I started doing work with Food Network and they were like we want you to come in to do a training on how to write recipes and I had the coolest experience going into their test kitchen meeting with their heads of the culinary team talking through how to write a recipe for it to make sense for the home cook the whole process of testing it going back how many times you should test it and I learned how to write a really great foolproof recipe for the home cook and um I will always be so happy that I had that experience and that training. It was like something I always dreamed to have. And it was really cool that it actually happened. <laughs> As home cook, it really makes a difference. Like when someone is really like, I'm going to take care of you yes. this whole step of the way. I'm going to put it in words that you can understand. I'm going to tell you what to look for. Yes. Because everything is... You know, ovens, they're different. Temperatures, they're different. <laughs> they so, are. Like, I'm going to visually tell you, this is what it should look like. And then I, it just, it just is so much easier. You have to give a visual cue. I'm happy that you picked up on that. And that was something that I had to learn. And yeah, that all the stuff that you just said is exactly true. And it ultimately, when I make a recipe, I will have someone that isn't an a professional chef test it mm -hmm. and if it's hard for them at any point I'm immediately like let me know how can tell me where mm -hmm. what didn't make sense so that we can simplify this and make it work I want that job I want to be the um sad um, cook yes that <laughs> yes we would be great at that you better be, be careful with what you offer because I'm going to be reaching after you <laughs> <laughs> Jenny is a professional box maker Jenny Subscribes to all the. I make boxes, Elena. What do you need? Is that like sad? the Blue Aprons. What is yeah. your? No, those are great. I do Blue sad. Apron and I do um, Martha Stewart's. Oh, the Martha Stewart Spoon. Yeah, she is Marley a Spoon. I, I didn't know about Marley. Spoon. Do they, does it come with like a little joint inside? I wish. <laughs> wow, what a missed opportunity. Yeah, what are we doing? We should get Xander to yeah. our tet Marley Spoon to run. Hell yeah. Yeah, I um I'm not cook. I was not raised in a cookhouse. My mom grew up in Spain with negligent parents. She was just Ooh. sort of out <laughs> letting it all hang out, okay? <laughs> if she's listening to this, she's like absolutely she knows, that's yeah. accurate. Um she was just sort of running around in the calle, as she would say. Yes, yes mama. Tapas. Um so she has not a does not know how to cook. My dad also well, grill, grill, grill dads. They are a case of knowing how to grill. They love a grill. <laughs> Why is it that they're incompetent in most, not dads, just men? They're incompetent in most things, but when it comes to grilling, they just, they're like, step aside. It's like a right out passage. Yeah. They get to be alone and not have to talk to people at the yeah. barbecues. I think that is something that's that they can just be like, it. I can't, I'm socially awkward, so I'm going to watch the hot dogs. And tend to them. That's true. Yeah. Tend to the hot dogs. Yeah. I, I'm a man. I can't talk to people. I just be with my hot dogs. I think that's probably why. Yeah. Like that. Yeah. So I didn't get, I didn't, you know, no one taught me really much. So I got to college. Once again, no one really taught me anything. We lived 
We went to NYU. We lived near Trader Joe's. We were just sort of living off, unfortunately, dumplings and fried rice. And we ate the- so many Trader Joe's dumplings and fried rice in college <laughs> that truly the mention of it makes me feel it makes, Ill. It makes me feel <laughs> so ill yeah. to think about all those dumplings from Trader Joe's. That's a lot. That's like one time I got sick from raspberry Smirnoff mm. in high school and I couldn't eat the fruit of raspberries for like months afterwards. Wow. Yeah. It was not good. Yeah. Anyway, I don't cook. So I box has been, do the boxes fall for me, make you like, and there's no wrong answer inspired to sort of try other stuff. Or you like to do it when it's an assignment, because that what's calming to you is like somebody did it and I'm just going to, everything's here. Everything's prepped. I'm just going to do it. What do you like about it? It's really the, the not have to grocery shop part of it. Not mm-hmm. for me. Yeah. And it's a game changer because you don't do that. <laughs> yeah. You would rather just have it like done I'm... and taken care of in the amounts that you need rather than like wasting ingredients, not knowing what to do with them afterwards, having them sit around. Yeah. I get it. It makes sense. But I'd love to get to a point where I'm just like on a Sunday I'll or- order some salmon and some... <laughs> And um, vegetables. I do do that for like my lunches. I've gotten better at oh, good. making a little salmon, roasting a little veg, yeah. making a little salad for myself. Instead okay. of having to go pick up stupid stuff because yeah. I live in Greenpoint where a lunch is $8 million. Minimum $18. So yeah, I had to I had to sort of pivot in the working from home atmosphere yeah. to figure out lunch. <laughs> I get this it. interesting thing about that. Okay, no. <laughs> <laughs> maybe, maybe, uh, maybe we ask Alina a question? Yeah. Okay. Well, Alina, I'm going to ask you the question. Okay, yeah. ask our guests, which is, how were you brainwashed? So growing up, was there something from society, from your upbringing, that you thought was real, true, and now in the harsh light of adulthood you see as full bullshit? As I was thinking about this question, because it's really hard, you know, childhood. First of all, I don't really have a great memory. I'll just be honest. Like, <laughs> I'm not. I am I live in the moment. I don't think about the future. I don't think too heavily about the past. And it was hard for me to be like, okay, where are the things? Because, like, yeah, for sure. We all were brainwashed. Absolutely. But I came back to this one memory that I had. I was in first grade. And it was lunchtime. And we went downstairs to the cafeteria and my class, I went to like a smaller school and I went to the same school K through 12, which was fascinating. Wow. Um, And the first graders would sit at two long picnic style tables in the cafeteria. And for lunch, it was just like, they put it on your tray. You have a little bit of everything and that's what it is. And for lunch that day, we were, it was a gorgeous summer day and we were enjoying the bounty of summer. We were having hot dog day (laughs) and it was hot dogs. Yeah. Dad's shout out dad's Um, hot dogs. And everyone for dessert got a wedge of watermelon and I was sitting, I'm eating my lunch, finish my hot dog, great, whatever, take a bite of my watermelon. And like, I was, you know. I ate fast. I talked while I would eat and I choked a little bit and kind of coughed a little and like swallowed my watermelon and I didn't think anything of it, but I 
had swallowed a watermelon seed. Mm-hmm. And this kid who I went to school with K-12, sitting next to me, saw what happened. And he goes, I'm like, what? He goes, did you just swallow a watermelon seed? I was like, yeah, I did. Why? He goes, a watermelon is going to grow inside of your stomach. And I was freaked out. I was absolutely mortified. I was like, that's not true. That can't be true. He was like, yeah, it is true. And so I really like fully convinced myself. And some other kid was sitting next to me and he was like, yeah. And I'm sure they were just fucking with me. But, you know, I was gullible. And I believed them. And I got really nervous and was like freaked out for a while. And didn't really say anything. And just like let time go by and luckily a watermelon never grew but <laughs> i was really stressed about it so you think that they were being assholes they did they I, weren't like trying to earnestly warn you yeah i think they <laughs> were just fucking with me rude kids are so kids are mean, mean. they are really ultimately are. bad they often <laughs> yes ultimately they are not nice yeah to each other it's true. No. And so you just sort of silently suffered. You didn't sort of go to a trusted adult and say, <laughs> will a watermelon grow in me? Yeah, so. because I didn't want to sound like an idiot asking an adult. Because I think deep down, I kind of knew that they were maybe messing with me. Yeah. But at the same time, I, I still had this nervous energy around it and i decided <laughs> you know what it's best that i just keep this to myself <laughs> so every night when you went to bed you said do your stuff yeah please, please don't cripple watermelon in me exactly you know we had a guest recently who said that he used to eat raw spaghetti yeah. and that his mom told him that if he kept doing that it would become worms in his stomach so there's a Oh my god! There's information out there about swallowing things. Yeah, <laughs> there's like classically the gum. Yeah, do you yeah, relate the to gum. the gum? <laughs> the gum lore. Oh yeah, of course. <laughs> Don't swallow the gum; it'll be stuck in there forever. No, it won't. It just passes through like anything else in your body. Yeah, that's the another one that's crazy. People say, "Oh, when you're sleeping, you eat spiders." Yeah, you don't eat spiders. That's not, you get people like, you eat up to eight spiders a year. And it's like, how is a spider going to, with your movement, I, I move in my sleep a little bit. And how is a spider going to actually like crawl into my mouth and I'm going to swallow it now, actively? I don't, I, I know that the spider thing is alive and I feel that the thing with the spider thing was, it was like a first viral internet thing of like i bet i could just tell people a lie on the internet and then fake news like i think i think that that's it was just some original asshole much like the watermelon kids yeah wow that the watermelon kids grew up to be QAnon. i think oh my god (laughs) it's possible (laughs) she's leaping this bitch is leaping yeah you know you like to lie as a kid you like to fuck with people I actually saw one of the watermelon kids in Greenpoint um, the other week. And I was just like, I don't need to talk to you. Like, it was interesting because we were right next to each other at this shop ordering. And I heard their voice. And I was like, could it be? And I looked very discreetly. And I was like, oh, damn, yeah, it is. And I turned to Xander and I was like, 
I didn't tell him he was the bully that told me one mouth was going to run my stomach. However, he was like, why don't you say hi? I'm like, I don't owe him a hello. Yeah, I'm not going to say hello. No. I'm going to act like he's not there. To see a person from elementary school in the wild? No. Yeah, exactly. Absolutely. I don't need it. It's just I mean, God bless. I hope you guys are doing well. <laughs> I just, uh, like, well, I, I saw someone from high school like, when I was commuting on the train one morning, and I was just like, so what? We're going to, like, say hi? I got this stuff yeah. and yeah. kill me. I don't want to do that. Yeah, and then what? Yeah, it's like, yeah, hey, and we're we fucking hi, trapped but, together. Yeah, and we stare at each other, and it's awkward. I have the worst acquaintances all have been great. <laughs> oh my god, <laughs> bitch, you are not letting you are airing all your dirty laundry. I don't know why. I wish I could get like uh, someone from college that I miss. That would be fun to right. see. Right. Right it's a lot of like peripheral improv people. Oh, oh that's oh. terrible. That's a lot of like an ouchie. The peripheral improvs. <laughs> I've been there. It's a hard category. It is. That's a hard category. <laughs> I um I can't I, yeah I'm sorry I'm trying to think of other laws that my I was really worried walking to school that if I did step on a crack that I would like physically harm my mom worried about the crack I would always have to touch red when I drove through a cemetery that was that was the safety of not it was either hold your breath and then I I would hold my breath when I'd be like oh my god I can't like, I, this cemetery is too big. Like, I'm not going to be okay. And then I heard as an alternative solution, if you touch something red, like your seatbelt buckle, you're set and you're fine. You're that was another buckle. one. No, I know. Right. I've heard the, you know, famously the holding the breath, but I never heard red as a way to circumvent that. <laughs> exactly. Um, yeah. Okay. Certainly. I feel we have to ask Elena something. And Elena, you can say skip and we can cut it out. Oh, <laughs> shit. Do you know what I'm going to ask? Yeah, absolutely not. <laughs> oh. When did I lose my virginity? No, I'm kidding. No, at your wedding. Uh-huh. Meredith Marks was there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And that's huge for Nicole Nice culture. Yes, yes. And I, at my table, was the only one who knew who she was. I asked Grandma, I asked Jackson. Really, those were my only confidants. Yes, And they yes. said, no. They didn't know. Why would we know who that yeah. was? Anyway, you're friends with her. Uh, Did you watch? Okay, so I started watching it during the pandemic because there was nothing else to do. And also I was fascinated because it's like I've known Meredith my whole life. Um, I grew up with her family. We shared like in, in the Midwest, there are alleys where people have garages where they park their cars and our houses shared an alley. Oh. Um, and at our house, we had a basketball hoop, so her two younger kids would come and play basketball, and her oldest son is my brother's best friend from growing up, and our mom and Meredith and my mom are very close friends, and set. we like all went on family vacations together, the whole thing. I would babysit Brooks and Chloe, all sorts of things like that. And I'll never forget one time I was babysitting them, and I made Giardelli brownies, and Chloe was wearing the cutest little juicy velour jumpsuit and she like I wasn't looking for one second and she like took her arm and put it in the brownie batter and I was like no not the juicy jumpsuit <laughs> I was like so stressed again the brownie batter of it but they're lovely I mean I think Meredith was one of the first women growing up that like really showed me that 
it's never too late to start your career and start a business if you have an idea around it. She's a really intelligent person and knew exactly what she was getting into when she went on the show and committed to just like living her life to the fullest and saying you know what I'm gonna and which I respect because she does that in all aspects of her life she went to Kellogg for business school she started this jewelry company found a manufacturer I saw her build this business from the ground up and it was always so inspiring to me to see a woman launch a really successful business in a creative field Mm -hmm. and say you know what like I'm not gonna let anything stop me and I'm just gonna keep persevering and moving forward and she's always been so supportive of everything that I do and you know I've seen I didn't watch I watched most of the first season and then I kind of went off of it for a little and I've seen a couple episodes here and there and I know that everyone like paints different characters as a villain each season and whatever but I just think Meredith has absolutely crushed it. She's had 8 million curveballs thrown at her throughout the whole process. And the fact that she's been able to handle it with such integrity and grace has, it just is a testament to her character. So can't say enough good things about her. That is so beautiful. I love her. Wow, I love that. She really is very poised on the show. Right? For what the show, yeah, for the kinds of folk that come through oh she is definitely one of our most poised housewives i would say i wish we could hear more from people who love housewives telling us who they really are (laughs) (laughs) we don't really get to hear a lot about that yeah the yelling which i do love and don't get me wrong but um that was really beautiful beautiful picture now, do you own a Brooks Marks tracksuit? You know, I don't, and I'm offended that they haven't. Said it. No, I'm kidding. I don't. I don't own one. I. It's. I do. However, this ring that I'm wearing is a Meredith Marks design. Oh, yeah. My mom got it for me for my 21st birthday. Rose gold. I think this Beautiful. might be the Chloe ring. But if you go on Meredith's site, there are. She sells these like really thin, pretty, stackable bangles, and they're called the Elena bangles. Oh my. Are you kidding me? You are a bangle namesake. I am a bangle namesake. So that is huge information. Yeah. I would do anything to be a bangle namesake. <laughs> okay, Nicole, I think we have to jump to the next. Yeah. Well, what is the game, Nicole? Okay, well, because it. you went to acting school, I feel like you're gonna love the game. Okay, I hope so. so we're gonna play casting, where basically we're gonna pick a category. And then we're going to take a second and cast each of us in that category. Do you have one in mind or should we pop one off as a group? A category? Like, could it be a TV show or not be a... It could be anything. It could be a food thing. You're a... Oh, that's fun. And then you want I mean, what keeps coming to mind is I had never seen the show before, but recently I've been binging it with Xander, my husband. Um, and we're almost done, and I'm really sad. And the show is Sex in the City. <gasps> wow. I mean, the ultimate thing that to count. Yeah, okay, amongst the three. Okay, wait, there's four of them. Someone's. There's Miranda, Samantha, Charlotte, and Carrie. And we want to we want to stick to the women. We want to stick to the women. We want to expand. We're going to throw in a Stevie. Oh, we could throw in. Yeah, why don't we? Fuck it. Okay, let's open, let's, let's open it up. <laughs> 
I know who I am. Are we casting each other? Or yeah. Do we cast ourselves? We're going to each take a moment and cast okay. each other. Okay. Well, and ourselves. Yeah, you're going to cast us and you're going to cast you. We're all yeah. going to cast each other. Gonna and then we're going to talk about it as a community. <laughs> I am. I know who you are. I know who I am. I've, I'm locked in. I'm throwing in some crazy stuff. I want to give us all men. That's fine. You can do whatever you want. <laughs> I'd like to know last. It's our show. <laughs> okay, I'm ready. Elena, do you feel locked in? Not yet, but I'm going to go last. I'll, I'll start. Okay. Um, I gave Elena Perry Bradshaw. I, mean, I think we need to go back to beautiful and cool. I mean, mm. who is beautiful and yeah. cool? Who is uh, a writer taking on the culture, being on the Today Show, honey? That's yes. you. Thank you. I think just the vibes are... Oh, yeah. <laughs> so yeah. um that feels like a no-brainer to me jenny steep that's why i want to know open up because i just jenny's jenny is feeling steep i gave myself steep too okay I gave you <laughs> you just are like here sort of open like excited yeah to just live like, life puppy Exactly. Yeah. You are Steve. Yeah. And uh, I did ultimately give myself some other, which I know is like, okay, don't tell I just feel the freeness, the, the, I just, that will always be the vibe that I want to tap into is Samantha. Yeah. yeah. And so that's, that's nice. where I landed, Jeanette. Well, I gave myself Steve. <laughs> <laughs> I, we played this game with us, I imagine, before, and I've been Steve in the past. So it felt, <laughs> it felt, Clear to me that I was Steve. Yeah, you are Steve, and you don't need to apologize. He says you are Steve. Steve right? is great. Yeah. I gave Elena Mr. Big. Let's <laughs> get elegant. Yeah. Class. Yeah. Chic. Chic. Just like always seems to know like what wine to order. You know, that like it's an amazing quality in a friend. Listens to jazz, right? Yes. I do listen know? to jazz. Oh That's my god. Oh, Sensed okay. it from me. Yeah. I like jazz. Um and Nicole, I gave you Mr. Johnson. Oh, he wow. out the window. <laughs> like, you know, Featherstone, I think is the character's name. And I, you know, like, New York is dead. I will die on a window swing a cigarette. Yeah. Love that for me. Yeah. Do you remember that? Have you gotten to that app? No. Yeah. <sighs> okay. Um, Sorry. You'll forget. You'll get to that app. Erase it. I feel like I'd remember if I had gotten to that episode, right? It would, it's, it would, it would ring a bell, I think. Yes. You got there, and then, so I'm sorry. But, yeah, this is your first time watching yeah it? i don't know i've been really missing out or was it a gift that i gave myself to have not watched yeah to wait not have any of it and what where are you in the season season i'm like end of season five i think and there's seven seasons mm-hmm. wow wow just pull that out of the time i'm sad i'm yeah. seven halfway through i'm like oh no you gotta go slow now idea savor it yeah it's wow. a great show it's perfect well, I would give you Steve. <laughs> <laughs> and I would give you Harry. Oh, I almost that. gave you Harry. Because he's just like, from the times we've hung out, confident, knows what he wants, like a smart, kind human. Wow. I love that. Is brings joy to people's lives. And I would say Steve is pretty similar, but a bit more like, Chill, go with the flow. Hey, what's up, yeah. bud? Oh, yeah, my bar. Yeah, I love exactly. my husband, bud. Exactly. Yeah. And I am 
such a Charlotte. I Ooh. honestly, I appreciate you saying I'm Carrie. And yes, with like some of the ways that I handle my life, I would say the like fun, cool energy, great, mm-hmm. it's fine. But I am very particular and like sometimes I'll put my foot in my mouth when I don't mean to mm-hmm. and I can give off some serious Charlotte vibes. <laughs> And it just is what it is, and it's okay. She's also beautiful and cool, actually. She's great. The great thing about casting is, you know, they're all good parts. Yeah. <laughs> they're all good parts. Yeah, there are no bad parts. No bad actors. No bad actors. Cool, for sure. Wow. Well, this was this was beautiful. This has been a pleasure. Thank you so much for having me. What a fun pod. Oh, thank you. Thank you for joining. Where can the people find you? You can find me at Elena Besser on socials all around TikTok, YouTube, Instagram. What other social medias are there? Next door. Yeah. <laughs> that. <laughs> you are unwell. <laughs> you are unwell. All right, guys. Follow Elena on nextdoor.com. <laughs> and we love you.